What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In this episode, I sit down with Richard Gould, owner and CEO of Richard's Painting Franchise. And oh man, what a great conversation. I think that uh, I tend to lean toward a franchise model in terms of the way that I teach systems and uh, for you to be able to package up something that's working and hand somebody that package uh, for them to enjoy the fruits of that operation, um, you know, it makes for such great conversation. But one thing I will say about this is that although Richard has done this um, his way, there's multiple ways to do uh, the painting business. So that was what was most intriguing about this conversation. So tune in. Uh, this is a good one. You're going to definitely get some value out of sitting in on this conversation. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Very special guest here. I have Richard, the CEO of the Richard's Painting Franchise. Um, I'm, I have so many questions and I think, um, I don't even think we're going to be able to fit them all in. So, uh, let's just, let's just get started, man. Welcome to the show. Um, you know, I guess the first question, uh, Richard is, is, you know, owning a franchise, man, tell us what that dynamics like, you know, I think that just give us a brief synopsis of what, what it's like to own a franchise and, um, you know, how, give me, give me an idea how it works to own a painting franchise. Well, currently it's terrible, but <laughs> <laughs> We're working on, you know, uh, start, starting a franchise just like starting any business. You know, okay. it's it, it takes momentum, it takes money, it takes time, it takes effort. And unlike painting, you have to convince people that what you're selling is something that they can take and also duplicate. You know, and until you have people, until you have 5, 10, 15, 20, you know, locations where uh, where people are doing well, you know, it makes it hard to sell. And, and so currently, you know, I have uh, two, we, we're about to sign up one more in Florida. Um, nice. Just, and, you know, so, and it's just, it, and really just like painting, you're selling yourself, you're, sell, you're selling what you do, you know, what, what is that you offer that somebody else doesn't. And especially wow. my business model is so unique compared to every other painting fran franchise out there that it makes it hard to convince people, hey, this is better. You right. Know, and, so and, it's it's the well, it's the employee model, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Yep. Yes. And everybody's yep. scared of that because all they see is, oh, high. How cost, am I going to keep cost. my guys busy? High cost. And if you balance it out, you and I both know that it's oh, yeah. usually more expensive to have subcontractors, isn't it? Uh, I mean, listen, I've tried the sub route before and <laughs> nothing don't have but to convince me. Man. I know. I mean, it's 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 it is. I mean, look, it's those tough. guys out there. I feel bad. They're not loyal. No, well, it's not even that they're not loyal. They're 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 not uh, creative enough to know how to do it on themselves, and they get right. stuck in this 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 realm of of working for people who are taking advantage of them. So I actually feel yeah. bad for them, you yeah. know, because they make, like and, they, and nobody ever teaches them how to paint. They just yeah. say paint this. Never paint this. how do you do it? It's just right. like paint it. And when they don't do right. it right, they're like, 
Um, well, the standards, not? the standards a lot lower with subs. Oh, I'm a huge is, proponent of the employee model. It's harder. There's more risk because you can just write off your sub. If you don't have work, Hey dude, sorry, no work this week. Find it from somebody else. You don't, exactly. you, can't, you don't, you can't do that with employees. No. So you actually have to have a marketing system, a sales structure. So at one point you had more than two franchises. Yes. Oh yeah. So, I mean, so we have, I have locations. Location, like my own. Excuse yeah, me, yeah, location. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so you have your own so, locations and then you're franchising that. Tell me about that. Correct. Yeah. So, so the locations again are, are, it takes time, you know, yeah. like, you know, uh, to be successful in anything, you don't just walk in and be like, oh, well, here we are. You know, you, it takes time <laughs> to develop, you know, especially when we are selling a premium product, just like yourself. You know, it takes time to develop those customers because, right. you know, um, trying Educating. to get somebody, yeah, educated and trying to get people who really are not looking for five estimates. If, if I walk into an estimate, I know they're getting five or six estimates. I just miles just walk out the door, you know, because uh, what are you I'm, looking for? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's like they're, they're looking for the cheapest price, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And they're scared and they're skeptical. And no matter how much, how great of a salesman are you are, no matter how great of, uh, of the product you're selling, if you tell somebody, hey, my price is 10 grand and there's a, and, and everybody else is five, I, I don't know how you can how you can sell that yeah, yeah. To, to somebody. You know, Justify now obviously, yeah, obviously if you can be 10 and somebody else is 7,500, eight grand, you can I can I can, you can close that gap. I call that exactly. the, I call that exactly. the expectation gap. So that's like exactly. the gap in between. And, and the only way to close that is value. And there's only so much value, you know, yes. that you can, yes. you know, <laughs> and then, you know and then I'll then wash it, your car every, every Friday, if we can right. get from eight grand to 12 grand, but you know, we, we offer 100%. that stuff. Uh, yeah. But I know what you mean, man. And, and, you know, um, I, I really like the dynamics. So kind of take me through this. So, you know, you start your business, you come up with this system, right? And then from a system that you have with one location, the, the next step before franchising is the smart move would be to have multiple locations because you're kind of testing the theory under your own umbrella, right? Before you, before you give this system to somebody else. I have a very challenging question for you, and I'm sure that you get this. And, and this is just a question that me as a regular person would have. If I could start my own painting business for free, well, mm -hmm. very low cost to start a painting sure. business. You don't need oh, yeah. a lot of painting business. Don't need a, uh, a shop or a, you know, even a van. And I, I ran, I started my painting business out of a Honda Accord. Sure. Why, what, what's the justification for not only the startup cost, but the, I, I believe there's a royalty charge as well Correct. that comes along Correct. with it as well. So how do you justify that? Well, I mean, it comes down to the system. You know, what you're selling is, 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 a, is a business model that is ready to go. That's now, what proven. you had to do starting out of your Honda was like, hey, I'm going to put this ladder on the top of my truck with some rags and some stuff and try to get down the highway and hope it doesn't fall off the top. Right. right. So for right. us, you're saying, okay. We've already got that established. You're going to start with a van. You're going to get this equipment. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Now, how are you going to market yourself? You know, how are you right. going to do an estimate? So it's the whole process. It's 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 like you're buying something ready to go, and 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 there's a value in that. You know, now obviously anybody can start. I mean, you you can start a burger place. You can start a you know anything. Anybody can go Great do analogy, anything, right? Man. You know what I mean? And so like it, it, it's 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 more about you know, and, and a lot of people are looking for franchises are people who 
a lot of them have been in, in, in corporate world or a different, a whole totally different segment. So when they say painting, they're like, I don't even know how to paint. And then yes, do I have to paint is always the question. Do I need to paint? And for us, you know, part of the model is yes, you need to learn. You I know, love we that. don't now. We don't want people to, to be the, you know, obviously a franchise doesn't work if the guy, you only want people want to work all the time. They, right. People want franchises so they can sit back a little bit and say, hey, I own a painting business and I've got making this much money. They're looking I for got these guys working. They're yeah. looking for a, mach- a machine. Correct. Most so, 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 so to justify the franchise is more about what is the value I'm providing to you to help that business run smoother, quicker, and get right to the top. Get up and going fast. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So, right. I mean, it, it, it's like, yeah, just like me, I start, I mean, I was working uh, for somebody for seven or eight years. I bought the business from him. Um, yep. He retired I, and I started out, I was like, man, this is great. I mean, I started out the top. I didn't even have to start my way from the bottom. I mean, all you the, had the, seven the or eight phone years. number, you had the branding and, oh, yeah. and now let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Now in terms yeah. of I've spoken with a few franchisees, never with the CEO of a franchise of a painting company yet. You're my first. Very, I'm very humbled and honored to have you here because I, I really want to pick your brain on a couple of things. But there was some draw, there was some pushback from a very, very popular, I will not name names, but a very popular painting franchise of this franchisee. Yep. And he said he hardly has any corporate, uh, I would say, aid, corporate help, corporate support. Um after they do the initial franchise, you know, training, you know, this, this process looks like, and then it's kind of like, okay, we'll do some light marketing for you. We'll answer the phones for you. You're on your own. Yeah. What is, what what do you say? What do you say to that? You know, what is your, I'm disappointed. You know, I mean, the whole point of buying into a franchise, if I was buying into a franchise, I would expect, Hey, I'm paying you every month. You know, I'm paying a percentage of, of my sales for you to help me. You know, right. uh, so for, for us, it's more about, you know, to me, you're, I'm only as successful as you are. So right. if, if I don't help you become successful and help you continue to grow, then, right. then, then we're never going to be successful. Right. So, I, right. you know, for me, it's, 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 it's helping you from the first day until you decide you want to retire and, and sell that, sell that franchise to somebody else, you know? So, right. wow. yeah. So the corporate part to me is the most important part, you know, without the back end, how are you going to do your part? So, right. And I'm sure that's disappointing. I'm sure at this level, even though you're sort of small in in the grand scheme of things, they have your number on speed dial. Oh, gosh. If there's an issue and I'm sure (laughs) you're jumping in. So it's interesting because, you know, a lot of like there's there's levels. Right. So, I mean, there's some contractors that are still painting and can't see further than just the painting. I mean, I spend a large majority of my time helping these individuals start start thinking about systems and getting out of the, the brush. Right. And now you've created sure. a system. You're in, you're, you're, you were you light years past where I am. I'll tell you where I am in my painting business right now. I have two crews of four, um, yep. the system, I have a supervisor at the top. So I have this package, um, yep. that I easily could franchise if that was a, a, an idea. And in terms of franchise, I just mean that I could teach someone exactly what I did, teach them how I hire people, teach them every detail. Now, let me ask you this you know, was there a point in time where you literally just got a piece of paper out, right? And you pretty much said, okay, this is how we hire people. This is how we find work. These are the prices of which that we do work. These are the types of jobs that we're going to do. This is how we, you know, interact with our customers. Like how detailed is this playbook that you essentially package up and hand to somebody? It's, it's detailed to the point of the basics. 
Okay. Because you know you can't you can't teach these things in, in in a book. If you're if you're always referencing back like how do I look at this room and you're like oh the book says you do it this way, you know you you know so what we try to do is give you the, an outline and then say okay because every situation is different. Even the guys that work for me, their biggest complaint forever is like well today you said do it this way and then tomorrow you you're going to tell me to do it that way because. <laughs> Every, changing. every job, every, you know, you can paint the same two rooms in somebody's house and they're, they're both unique, you know, because yes, there is basic rolling up and down, cutting left right. and right, whatever right. that might be. But Hey, this room costs a thousand bucks and this one costs 500 and their yeah. expectations for this room are way different than they are for this room. So yeah, this you one's have got to, wool you, carpet on the bottom that needs exactly. to be vacuum sealed before we. <laughs> yeah. So you know you have. So we, in our in our bid. So what I try to do is di- you know in every location is going to be different. Like what might be happening in Florida may not be working here in North Carolina. Or right. if you're in, like originally I'm from New Jersey, that so, market is way different. You know. So, so me too. it's you know so you have to dictate what your approach is to different markets, and so you might have the like same. Keep it simple. Exactly. I mean, it's the simple to me. Uh, we try, I try to give everybody the outline and then, and then we work with your personality. How do yeah. you, you know, what, what works for you? And let's try to figure yeah. out how to make that you the most successful. What is, so do you have a corporate team or are you still in that phase of growth? Hold on, let me look. Where... <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, is, that, is that, is that in no. the works? I mean, do you feel like you're yes. at a point I mean, where you need a team to help you with this or, because you have your own painting business, right? So yes, yes. I mean, yes. and you look so, very I mean, relaxed. So things yeah, I mean, are so, things are happening today that you're relaxed. What does the system in your own business right now look like? Who's in charge? What does that structure look like? Well, I mean, I'm currently I'm still in charge. Okay. You know, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I still make all the decisions. Sure. Um, but I ha- but I have you know uh, 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 I still I do all the sales. I okay. still have. I mean, I have uh, our other location where uh, Taylor, super talented, really good guy. And uh, one, you know, uh, I wish we were at a point, you know, having leaders and having sales and having all these things requires money, you know, right. and, and what your sales are, let's say we average a million dollars a year, you know, sure. in this location, you know, so you now you have to justify if you're going to pay somebody $75,000 a year to do sales plus bonus. And now, okay, so now you divide that down, you know, all the way, how do you justify that cost? You right. know, so for me, hey, do I want to say, am I willing to work harder or a little bit more to bring that money to myself? Or am I willing to put it out there to grow in different directions? So, you know, currently, so my, my choice was, hey, I'm going to expand by locations and make sure that business model works, you know, and put somebody else in charge of those. While here, this location here brings in all the money. Like, it, the it, and it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, the, it's where this makes everything happen. So I have to protect sure what's going Understood. on here protecting you know, the home base exactly exactly gotcha. so until it we're, we're to the point where okay um because the sales i mean like you know when you work uh when you're when you're working in a small area and you're working in a in a demographic where you have to sell and you're trying to get money at you need that ratio to be high. oh gosh yeah 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 and, and 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 two years ago we were you know we had our record sales we were doing great well, we lost a couple big, you know, uh, jobs where, you know, 200000 $300,000. And around here, y- there's no other, you're not going to just yeah. pick up you another You get those 300. twice a year. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so your role, are you doing, are you actually going to the estimates 
at this point yes. and doing sales that way. Okay. Gotcha. Yep, yep, so yep. let me tell you what I did in my business, just because sure. again, talking systems, just want to share this with you because yeah. I also do, um, you know, obviously what I'm doing now, uh, the yep. coaching and the, you know, all that fun stuff. And then I, I'm starting a software company. So I have all these different things. So in the same way you and I, we have our hands in a bunch of different things. So yeah. what I realized and thanks to COVID, this mm -hmm. gave me the freedom to do this. So I have, uh, you know, my two crews of four and then I have yep. my supervisor at the top. Now I tried the salesperson route and exactly what you're saying, dude, you were like, how do you justify that cost? Well, you know, to, to give out 10% of your gross profit on a sale, you know, it's just, it's unjustifiable if you're, if you're not doing over, I would think that the threshold for a, a full-time commission salesperson is between 1.2 and 1.5 million is where you would start that. Would you agree? I, yeah. Well, I mean, I, yes, yes and no. I mean, but it, it's, it's, uh, I, I think it's a good, it's a good number. It's you a know good I mean, number to, to hit. And but I, it the also reason depends I... on your your size, your, your coverage. It depends area. on the size and how many jobs that you need this person to hit. And what I was realizing when I did that was this person was going there and I was the one doing automation follow-ups. I was the one in the office closing the deal. Like if yeah. he didn't close it on the spot, if he wasn't closing that thing on the spot, then I would literally follow up with the customer and do my job as a closer on the phone. And then yeah. I'd text the guy and say, Hey man, I just made you $600 while he's watching the bachelor you know, in his, you know, on his living room, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like, dude, yeah. this isn't working. I have to come up with a different system to make this work for everyone. So I, I thought of like, okay, I have this one guy in my company. He's most loyal guy. He's, he's phenomenal, man. Just really loves the opportunity, you know? Um, and I promoted him to supervisor of the two crews. Now, what would you think two crews need to be supervised for 40 hours a week? They don't, but what he does is he's a painter Okay. But he's also a good people person, but he's not a salesperson, right? He's not yeah, going to sit yeah. there and, and handle objections. Okay. He's going to oh, yeah. go in there and answer <laughs> yeah. all the technical questions that take a half an hour, 45 minutes. So what I do is I send him to the estimates and he funnels all the information to me in our little project manager thing. He takes pictures of all the jobs. And yep. now I in the office here can do what I do best. And that is get on the phone when it's time to justify why that price is what it is. It's time to separate ourselves from the competition because either way, you know, there's people that are, you know, going to need that additional after the sale. I mean, yes. Am I missing out on the ability to close on the spot? Sure. But it's freeing me. And that's kind of where I wanted to get with that because it's working. I didn't think it could, but because yeah. of COVID got a baby, I kind of wanted to kind of see what I could do to be creative, virtual estimates, you know, that, oh, yeah. that okay. came up. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of what I done. I've done and it's freed me. Um, but yes, it's, the sales are going to drop. Okay. Yes. The closing yes. ratio is going to go down. Uh, yes. but it's just a matter of, you know, do you want that free time? So and, that's kind of so what's been working for me. A backup on that. Now see the same person, Taylor, I had him, he was the salesperson here. Okay. Um, well, first he started, he started the other location. Long story short, I brought him over here. I said, okay, he can do it. But get, you know, it's amazing the difference between you take somebody who is trying to grow something and learning to come into something that's fully running, a, automa yeah. a machine that's just like, man, you got to keep, you got to keep feeding it. And I think he was overwhelmed. Yeah. He like, you know, he went from having, you know, two Pressure. guys he was working with, you know, in, in a starter location to having 12 or 14, whatever we had at the time. And we have six or seven jobs going on at all times. Yeah. He's got to keep so up with he, that volume. 
he, yeah, so he was, he was good at trying at getting the jobs going and getting everybody moving, going to do the estimates, sending estimates out. He was getting jobs, but he forgot that you have to also be a self promoter. And if you're not out there also generating selling, your own business, then, then, then all of a sudden the, the curve, you know, you're going here, then all of a sudden it's like, it starts to gradually go down. I and think then that all of a sudden, rolls. yeah, you're, you're looking at, it's like, it's like November and you're like, Hmm, we don't have that much work. And it's like, well, yeah, we should have been thinking about that in August. Yeah. You know, you can't, you know, you get in, you know, and, and so sales and business, there's so many things that go on, but it's, it's planning ahead. Like, you know, I don't, I, I don't like to have people who are only thinking about now. You got to be thinking way ahead so you could be successful. Especially up north. And I think that that's two, two roles for sure. I think that you have this person that can go in and estimate and close. And if you're a volume yeah. company, even with eight to 12 employees, that's a full-time job as it is because you're doing yep. four to five estimates a day if, oh, you, yeah. if you have the right marketing. And then there should be a, a we, we call them BDC, business development something. And that was, the, you know, business development. So essentially like that's a networking role. And I tried to, I thought about that too. When I did hire a salesperson, I'm thinking, okay, I want this guy to go to BNI. I want him to get his name out there. I want him to be the face of the company. And yep. I think I was asking too much of this one individual to not only balance that, but handle four to five estimates a day. Um, you know, and it was just a hard thing to, to, to figure out. And, and that's our job as business owners is to create those parameters, pay those parameters accordingly. And I think even the same way we do this with painters, we would do it with salespeople is gauge what type of pressure we're putting on people, like in, in proportion to what we're paying them, because of course we could pay somebody double to do that. Oh, yeah. They'll work 12 to 15 hours a day. But yeah. we don't want to say that, you know, so. No. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's pluses and minuses to everything that we do. Um, just like with the painters or set, you know, the painters especially is learning what everybody, what their skill set is, you know, and putting those people in the best position to be successful. It's the same thing with the sales or, or, you know, like the leader or the supervisor, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't expect a guy who's really good at new construction all of a sudden to walk into a historic house and be like, Oh, right. I know what, yeah. I know what to do. You know, yeah. and it's and, and that would be you. That would be me as the owner, you know, making a mistake by putting the wrong people on the wrong job. If it takes him twice as long to get that job done because he just wasn't really, you know, it's not his 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 specialty. Then that's on me, not on him. You know, I put him in a situation that didn't help him. You know, yeah. so you know that that you know that gets into another category about you know how to manage the people. Absolutely. But yeah. you know, um, you know, for as far as the mark, you know, I remember you know one of the biggest things I was commenting you know, to, to sidetrack a little bit was the marketing, you know, yeah. in the business. And, and I think this is, is this needs to be known. Are you for buying, are you, buy, are you buying leads? Not at all. Zero, really? 0. 0.0. And, you, and yeah. when you have somebody come in as a franchisee, zero. You, you don't tell them to buy leads. That That's my biggest struggle trying to convince people that you don't have to buy leads. Well, what if, I mean, so what if they do run into an issue and See, this is I now we're getting gritty here because <laughs> I, we're, 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 we're going to agree to disagree on this one. We could, <laughs> and that's fine, and I like that because I want both perspectives. I like see, I like this. So at the end of the day, right? So you pretty much outlined for me taking somebody from the bottom and throwing them at the top. Okay, yep. we know that you're do what you're giving them is the top in terms of a production system, really. But ultimately, you and I both know 
if you have a booming production system and you you pick it up and throw it into a, a random city or town and no one knows who you are, that's worthless, yes? But the key is to let everybody know who you are. And so how, how do you, and good, let's go into that. So how, what is your strategy for picking up your franchise, plopping it into a city or a town and getting that system moving as soon as possible without paying for leads? I really want to okay. know this. So, so the biggest, the biggest thing with our model is we are more, more small market. Like we're right. not looking to go into the middle of New York city and say like, Hey, Hey, we're here. You know, um, you, you we want to be like in, in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Or we want to be on the outskirts of, of wherever that is and then and start in a, in a small area. The way that our system works is more like guerrilla marketing. You're trying to be a big fish in a small pond really quickly. So, you know, the biggest mistake that most painters make is like they want to be covering 50, 50 miles, you know, from one area, you know, from from this side of Chicago to the east side of Chicago. And then they wonder why nobody calls them because you're so spread out that nobody even knows who you are. So for us, like the number one thing that we get here, phone calls, oh, we see your signs everywhere. We see your vans everywhere. We see your guys at the store. We see, you know, we just see you. And, and so the perception versus reality is they think we're painting everything, you know, because you go up one road, you see a sign. You see, you go up the other road, there's Richard's painting. Oh, you go over here, Richard's painting. And now, and now, so it's, 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 it's ingrained in people's heads. And then, and then, you know, you get that going. Then you have your signs, you have your mailers that you send out, you, you know, specific targeting. And we don't even pay for zip codes. We specifically go in and say, okay, we want you to take your area where you are in, in your territory and say, okay, go and look at these subdivisions or neighborhoods. You, we have a system where you can go right in, get addresses and specific streets. What program are you using for that? Uh, the Richards painting program. Okay. It's, 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 it's a, it's, it's, it's just, it's really, we're developing that. But again, you know, as well as I do talking about software, it, it is very, very expensive yeah. to try to develop these things to have, and even yeah. have somebody confidence. So, you, so, so this is a, so you're, you're essentially creating a proprietary mail bomb software I mean, that'll. That's what we're trying, we're trying to do. I mean, but it's, it's not even that complicated. It's more right. about specific, you're targeting. It's more about targeting. It's not necessarily the system of finding the address. I mean, because you, you can, you know, like uh, like realtors have something very similar where they can just target very small areas. And so, so let for, me ask you this. I, I, yeah. I get that. The guerrilla marketing and all that. Okay. So I'm getting all that. Okay. Yes. How long have you been in business? Uh, I've been painting for over 20 years. 20 years. But this, okay. But, but, here, but here I am. I've been in North Carolina for 13 years. 13 years. So. Yeah. These strategies that you're describing to me yes. with the with the yard signs, with the vehicles, with the mailers, would you agree that all that worked 20 years ago? Yeah. But deal, right? Yes, now but, wait, but, wait, go ahead. Let go me ahead. Let my me hear. point because we're gonna we're having a, a small debate here because and yep. you I, I I love everything you're saying, and I think what you're saying has, has true value. And, and anyone listening to this, make sure you're paying attention to, to Richard because what he's doing does work. It's obvious, but I have to make a point here. Do you think that 20 years ago where there was virtually no internet, where yeah. that was the only way to buy was word of mouth, was seeing signs, was seeing cars. Okay. And the, status quo that us contractors carry from the contractors before who didn't have 
the fear of a bad review online and could just disappear without a trace if they stole a deposit. Do you yep. think that's caused the, the, the mass market, not just, just go in here, just follow me, the mass market to buy differently than they did in years past? And by that, I mean by doing due diligence online by there was no Google 20 years ago. So obviously we know that as years go on, it's no longer about word of mouth. It's more, let me make my own judgment by doing my own research. The same way we are learning how to buy things on Amazon. 95% of us look at reviews. Even if our friend bought it and said, Hey, you got to check this out. They say, Hey, check it out and read the reviews. They tell you to read the reviews. Yes. So tell me, Tell me with a company focus, and I know you're very forward thinking. I read, I think you did an interview. Uh, and, and one of the big things that you said is you're very forward thinking in the way that painting businesses is going. So for me to hear that you have no intentions on investing in paid ads, Google, uh, Home Advisor, well, none of didn't these Didn't say things. that. Okay, didn't say we didn't that. go Google. Okay. We didn't get that far. <laughs> okay. So, so I just want, I just want your thoughts on like, at some point, do you think this, this, this market who, who thrives off of yard signs and all that stuff at one point, do you think that they're going to fade away when the new generation of homeowners comes in where their new go-to is to do their own research and to, and to find contractors on these resources uh, that claim to give you a trusted contractor? 100%. Now, the reason I can talk about Home Advisor and, 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 and those things is because I did use them okay. at one point years ago. And I used Home Advisor when they were called Service Magic. Okay. So way before most people even knew what was going on with that industry. Yes, I used them. So and what I learned, the, the number one problem I have with those lead referral services is that you as the customer, work the customer to them, but they also have two customers. They have they have the painter or the contractor who they might be and the, the, and the customer that, that you're trying they to acquire. Favor the, they always favor the client. One, and it, it's a great service for the customer. I mean, for them, it's, it's great. You go on, you Absolutely. get to call you. Fantastic. Absolutely. Good. Now, do they know the back end, you know, the back end of it where you're paying 150 bucks for, for to, to go look at a house and then, and then you're hoping that maybe these people might call you back and yeah. then you call to get a lead taken, you know, taken off like, oh, well, their number's correct. So they might call you in the future. I'm like, yeah. uh, okay. It's your, it's so, your, your you know, so you, you know, for me, I, I figured out also the biggest problem is that I feel like uh, you have, um, you're not only are you, you're, you're not helping yourself. You're also building up home advisor. The more money right. that we spend on home advisor, home advisor, home advisor, uh, thumbtack, whatever so they what are. About, so what about, so what about, I know, and I like, and I like where you're going with that. Essentially you're building your foundation on a platform that's out of your control. Correct. So, you know, so essentially, but let me ask you this. What about Facebook? Because Facebook in terms of marketing and ads and leads and things like that um, is obviously it's Facebook and Facebook owns Facebook and whatever, whatever comes with that. But my, my thought is, is that it's a lot more personal they, they can look at your page. They can get to know you if you're really active on there and you have a strategy in terms of putting your face on there. Hey mm -hmm. guys, it's, you know, Tanner with premium painting. We're out here painting this and you're building relationships that way. Tell me yeah. your thoughts on, on, on that. What do you think about that? I, th I think, you know, to step back a little bit is the marketing approach that we use is a little bit of everything, not just 
you know, the flyers or this or that. Yes, we do Google ads. Yes, I do Facebook posts, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, Twitter. We do a little bit of everything. And I think that's the biggest key is, yeah. is, is, is just like, like, you know, I know you're you, you, I, you know, doing some research and you like to just do, you know, um, residential houses because you know how yep. that works. You know, we do a lot of everything yeah. because, you know, we do everything from schools to houses, to mailboxes, to driveways. And, 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 and that you opens know, just- up the floodgates for you and your franchisee. And I think there's some confidence that comes along with that, because here's the thing, the reason I don't take a lot of things, I'm, I, I lack confidence in it. You know, if I, if you ask me to paint a, a, a school a boys locker room and I need to use oil and all that stuff, I don't know how to do that. I don't want to know. I, yeah. I don't know how to price it. I don't know how to do it. And chances are my guys don't know how to do it. We haven't trained them to do it. It's not something that we get a lot of requests on. So it's like, for me, it's not so much that I just don't do it because I'm too good to do it. It's just, we niche down. We have that system down pat. My guys know when they get at the job at 745, they better go up to the customer, introduce themselves, explain the process. Like, like that's how granular that I like to be in my own system. So when we sure. throw out gym or a library or all these things that are, you know, curveballs. Like I made the big mistake of painting a gas station once when I was early on, you know, I, I didn't really think about it, you know, just being young and, and saying yes to everything. It was, I went in to go get a, a, a drink and the manager comes up to me and says, Hey, can, can you give us a bid? What am I going to say? You know, I'm young and, and of course I really you better say it. yes. <laughs> say yes. Right. So, yeah. you know, next thing you know, I'm buying safety vests. I got, I got cones blocking off the, the first row of cars. I didn't even <laughs> think about the people walking in and out of it the whole day. I had to put someone down there to let, Hey, one second, he's spraying. You're going to get, you know, latex in your, in your cup of Joe. If you just that's right. walk out here, you know, so all these variables, man, I'm like, that's not for me. So that's kind of where it comes from. Lack of confidence. So, but I'm getting, where I'm getting at is if you are, instructing your franchisees, Hey, this is how we do this. This is how we do this. And putting together some sort of playbook. It does help. Even if you don't require them to follow it along the way, it's helpful to know that they can reach out to you for whatever reason. To hundred percent. And and one of the things, just like you want to manage your jobs, you know, knowing, you know, knowing what each job costs, knowing if you're making money, knowing if you're profitable, the same thing comes to your marketing. You know, we do a marketing spreadsheet where we, we track every single phone call, where it comes from, um, you know, what time of the year it is and where, where if I'm spending money, is, it, is, is this going to the right place? So I'm not oblivious. So I can, I can tell you three years ago, we maybe got 10 phone calls related to the internet. You know, um, two years ago, we got 50. This past year, we got 120. So you so, see the upswing here of- Definitely, 100%. Right. 100%. So I'm not- that's you know, So that's that's no, and so that, and again, that's knowing your business, no, not knowing your numbers, but knowing, hey, you got to see where the trends are. Now, mind you, if I'm get, we average on this location around, um, uh, oh boy, what happened? There you go. Oh, there we go. Um, thought I was silent. Anyway, so um, you know, we we're getting about 400 uh, phone calls a year for estimates here. Okay, and 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 so I can tell you that the the people who recommended, who saw signs, who, who I love got a flyer, very that consistent. Nice? Isn't that nice to just stand on top of that information and just like, you know, be able to say, Hey, this is what's what, man, that, that clarity as a business owner, that's what I preach a lot. I'm real big into job costing. I love yes. job costing, man. I think that you can, you can really 
build your business if you know your profit margins? Are you a fan of, I mean, how, how, oh, definitely. I mean, you have okay. to be, how, how do you, how do you not, um, how do you not want to know that? I mean, you know, you can, you know, <laughs> it, it's like, it's, like, it's like, if you're doing, yeah, you might say you're making money every year, but how, yeah. where, you know, yeah, I sure. can look at every job and say, you know, like this segment of, of the jobs are, are really profitable. So for me, we tried, I say, okay, a lot of jobs we do, we, we make a profit on almost, almost every job, but the, the, the thing is where we make the most profit, you know, and, and where, where can you maximize that? You negotiate money? your prices? Very rarely. I mean, Very I mean, rarely. if you really again, need the job, if you really no, need the job. I mean, job. We, I mean uh, but I, I'm already, I'm, I'm, you know, our estimating process is, is, is unique also. I'm okay. more, we, I, I try, we try to use a, a system of, you know, we don't use square footage. We use a lot of, we use a day system where, okay, this house is going to take 20 days to paint. We have a number per day, say it's $350. It's, you, you have your, your labor, but at the same time, I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, I just walk up to a house, 10 grand. Okay. Now I'm saying 10 grand and I'm like, okay, are they going to pay 75? They're going to pay 95. They're going to pay 12. You know, what's that range? Do I think that they're willing to spend to have us come paint their house? You know, I so, try to be the, the controller yeah, in that. Right, but I will say, and from my own personal experience in sales, yeah. it's natural to want to do that. But I've been surprised when I would put judgment on I, like it's the, the saying that I say is don't spend for someone else. You don't know what some people portray that they don't have money. But when it comes, <laughs> it's really just honestly, what it comes down to is how much do they value a paint job? Like what yeah. conditioning do they have? that puts value on a paint job. Like if you have somebody that got their house painted five years ago, this is why one of my favorite questions in estimating is, have you ever hired a professional painting com company sure. before? Because I want to know who I'm up against, because if you hired a painting company five years ago and it was one guy, and let's say it was your old house, same square footage. When I come in at seven grand and that one guy charged you three grand, you're going to be wondering why there was a difference. And you're going to tell me, okay, we'll think about it. And then you're going to go to your husband and you're going to say, this guy's crazy. But ultimately we have a totally different business model, totally different experience. So I spent a lot of time figuring that out, you know, sure. in of like what who am i being compared to now if you have somebody that had a poor experience let's say it was a nightmare i just got a picture from uh my office admin who sent me a text of somebody that hired somebody else because she winds up making friends with everybody whether they hire us or not she's like oh my gosh they hired this person they did this they should have hired us and it's like okay well the next time they value a high quality paint job way more than they did this time you know so Correct. that's where i get at it's like everyone has a different idea of like what painting is to them. Um, you know, and I, and you and I would probably both agree that the value and the emphasis on hiring a quality paint company is a lot higher on interiors than it is exteriors. Correct. It's a lot different when people are hanging out in your house versus outside, you don't have to worry about them. Right. You're hundred percent. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, the, all we're trying to say, like, I mean, me, I have supreme confidence in my ability my guy's ability to do the job, to do it correctly. So I don't, yeah, I don't even, I don't even worry about if somebody, I mean, again, we're different. Like I, maybe 10 years ago, maybe would I follow up with people and be like, Hey, you know, how can we, you know, um, you know, I gave you an estimate. How's it going? You know? Yeah. I know that whole procedure. We, we can do the same thing. Um, but I got to the point now is like, I pretty much know as soon as I pull up to that job, if I'm even going to get it. 
And, well, so let and, me ask you this, because you're, yeah. but now let's, let's transition from business owner in Richard's painting franchise CEO. Yes. Dude, you got 10 years of experience, so you can yes. look at my house and tell me exactly what <laughs> I paid. You know, I know, Correct. I know that. And I have that too. I mean, it doesn't take long, probably takes about no. two years, you know, um, to really, uh, that's going to take 15 gallons. That's going to, we get that. You can't yep. give that to somebody. So you got to have some estimating structure. What's that estimating structure that you teach? So the estimating structure we teach is you get you again, starts with the acquiring the customer. And, and, and we have figured out that the, the way that we market single, you know, we, 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 we get to a certain type of customer, you know, where these customers are not looking for just any guy to show up, you know, um, the difference between the home advisor and where we do it is like when you're competing against five other people, you know, for us, a lot of these uh, times we go do estimates, it's either me or like one other person. Okay, so now you've already established yourself as, as the, the leading painter in the area. So now your sales approach goes in, you're going to now talk about the job. You know, hey, you know, we're going to, if you're walking in, you're going to say, hey, look at the crack on the wall. You know, we're going to take care of that. You know, hey, we show up on time. You know, you talk about how all the, all the positives are. But at the same time, you want to let people know you're going to undersell and overdeliver. Because you have many painters who walk in and say, man, I'm going to make this wall look like glass. And you're like, that's a really high expectation. Why would you do that? You know, right. so we try to teach people, hey, this wall is really bad. We're going to try to make it better, but we're not, I'm not sure if it's going to be perfect. And then when you finish it and it's way better than what you said it was going to be, you look like a hero. So that's, you know, going, you know, so now the sales comes down to um, at the very beginning when you're starting out, it's always about price. You can't, you can't, on your first day, you're not going to go and say, hey, all the, I painted 300 houses and they all went really well. Right. You know, you're going to be going in, you need to get work. So our, 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 our structure changes as time changes. So at the very beginning, you're going to go in and you're going to start at a number that's going to be like, hey, we're going to paint this room for 500 so, bucks. So, right. It's, so it's, yeah. it's based on, and, and I love it because that's the best way to do it. When your company grows, yeah. your prices go up. So you need yeah. to be pricing marginally instead of like set pricing, fixed pricing, because it's going to change. Like, Correct. And for me, like I, I did a, a business breakthrough with somebody it was just him by himself. And I said, well, what do you value your labor at? Right. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, you know, $30 an hour. I said, All right, well, I'm going to value it 20 because you're working inside your business. So if you work for 40 hours a week, that's 800 bucks. Right. So if yeah. you find a job that you're putting five days on, at the bare minimum, the labor cost is 800 bucks. Now factor in the paint. Let's say it's 400 bucks or whatever, yep. I, whatever analogy I gave. So that's 1200 bucks. So if you're looking for a 50% margin, that's a $2,400 job. Okay. Correct. Now, if you hire three more people, that first number, that 800 turns to, let's say two grand, the paint's not going to change. So th that's 2,400. Now, if you're trying to hit that margin, now we're at 4,800. You see how the price changes as you grow. And that's exactly what you're describing to me. Um, and I think the simple pricing metric, and I, I'm not surprised. I just think that, that that's really good at, at your stage, your level that you're adopting that. Because I think I will put you in the category of an old school painter, man. You got 20 years. <laughs> okay. Oh, These guys, <laughs> these guys love to, to, to 95 95% of the time is spent calculating the price and one guy's measuring the crack to see how <laughs> yeah. long it's going to fill. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I mean, what yes. Are we doing? What are we doing I, here? I, I mean, more recently in, in, in my time of estimating, I've noticed in the last two or three years, people say, um, Hey, do you need, do you need to measure this room? Do you know you need yeah. to know the size yeah. of the room? I saw, so I'm like, I'm like, listen, yeah, if I all that get, all the time. you need to measure. No, I just, 
I just yeah. zillowed you. Listen, I, I was like, I'm like this. I'm like, look, I've done this once or twice before. I, I hope I know what I'm doing by now. Yeah. I said, if I need a tape measure, we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I try to use that also in my sales tactic and teach this to other people. When somebody says that, say, hey, to me, I just want to let you know that if somebody's bringing a tape measure out, do you think that they know how to paint this room? Or is it the tape measure telling them how much it costs? Right. If they don't right. know, you know that this room here is going to take three gallons of paint, it's going to take them two days. Well, they probably never painted a day in their life. Yeah. So how do you, you Dude, know, I'm so guilty. I use that, I'm yeah, guilty. I use that against them, you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, so you're, you're trying to separate yourself. Yeah. Separate yourself. And I'm, I'm guilty. I was a tape measure warrior. I had the tape measure on my belt, dude. I had that thing. I hopped out of the car. Holy smokes, man. I was so green, dude. And I'm, I'm, I'm writing down the each, you know, and I'm sitting there calculating it. I'm sweating, you know, cause you know, picture the scenario. You got someone just moving into their house, you know, they're yep. standing, they got nowhere to relax. So I'm running around with this tape measure. I mean, I'm stretching this thing 40 feet <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? So I was like, I should just start Googling the addresses and looking up the square footage. These people don't care. I didn't even wind up telling them how much I measured. They just wanted to know oh, the price. Yeah. So from there, I was like, all right, well, I won't do that anymore. Um, but hey, but that, but that's how you learn. I mean, you know, you, 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 learn, you know, yeah. I tell, I tell the guys, painters, sales, franchisees, you learn by making mistakes. So if you a know, franchisee that's, that's wants best. to, I love that. And, and and let me ask you this: if a franchisee, let's say I bought Richard's painting franchise, okay, and I say, yes, I'm like Richard, I want to buy some leads. Am I allowed to? Yes, but but again, it it defeats the whole purpose of what we're trying to accomplish. Gotcha. You know, the 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 when you're when you're going to go buy leads, you are now saying, okay, I'm going to take my budget. I mean, you, just an example. My location here, and I think you might cringe, but I spend seventy five dollars a month on Google Ads. Okay, generating about one hundred fifteen to one hundred twenty leads a year. Okay. So, and of those leads, I've gotten about 50%. You guys have the jobs. most reviews in your area? Um, I have a lot. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, not my area got about 50, you know, okay. and, and, and what's really changed is, is, uh, is the, the, the website. So our, our, you know, well, I shouldn't say the website, but leading all our ads, lead them right to the website, you know, right gotcha. to the fill out the form. And, and, and we have gotten, you know, we went from zero three years ago to over a hundred between the locations of, 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 you know, online leads, you know, more and more, you know, people at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday, you know, just, Oh, here comes one, oh, here comes one. And, and so that has really changed a lot also. Um, so we, I've noticed that and I've really dictated our ads towards making sure people go directly to the, to the site to fill out that form. And, and you'd be surprised how quick, how much people like at 10 o'clock at night when I respond, like, Hey, you know, uh, thanks for reaching out for an estimate. Our office is closed, but Ginger will get back to you in the morning. You know, they're like, wow, I can't believe you responded at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, and cool. they really, they really but, love it. But, I but as far as the leads go, um, it really defeats the whole purpose. If you, if you want to, if you want to spend that kind of money on those leads, well, the return, you have to sell those jobs, you know, and we don't, we, we want to make it where I don't want you to be pressured to sell that job every single time. Because when you do that, the 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 you the price starts to go like this. Right, the more the pressure you feel feel to sell that job, the lower yeah. and lower and lower that job gets. So I want you to have the confidence to go in there, present yourself in a way that looks professional. Um, and you're selling yourself as much as you are selling the painting. And then you're gonna win that customer 
because of what you're, you're, you're saying, you know, and again, you're not now competing with five other people who are in the same position you're in. They're all like saying to themselves, I got to get this job. I have to get this job. I just spent $120 on this lead. I will say that they're, you know, obviously you're successful. What I have done is work too. So there's no, yes. no, no, I, no I agree. right answer, but oh, I yeah. will say that following up in any sales interaction will increase sales. It's just like you said, it's a matter of how bad you need the job. I'm very, very adamant about following up. Following up to me is so, I mean, I've had, I, you know, I bought this house um, two years ago. I've had probably four different contractor experiences. Okay. All of them getting in touch with these people, even people that have, I've vetted as a contractor yeah. and looked online <laughs> and read the review. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's just no structure, no sequence. You know how, how much of a difference maker it would if the granite guy just, Hey, I just wanted to just double check to see if you got that quote, you know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. What really? I mean, I can't even get the other guy to, you know, to, to call me back. I had a question, you know? So, so to me, do, does following up need to come across as desperate? No, it doesn't. I think that the way that I approach follow-ups come across as this is just extra time that I have to build a, a greater relationship and build more value because it just really depends on what your follow-ups, the, the substance of the follow-ups. For me, it would be, you know, hey, do you have any questions? And then I would maybe send an email that has a video of my team. The next email or text message would be, hey, I just want to let you know we're thinking about you. Do you have any other questions? Did something come up? Or can we can we offer you a free color consultation? Like, so- is there value in the follow-ups or are you just saying, Hey, uh, I really need to work. I'll, I'll drop the price of 500 bucks if you do it today, you know? Yep. So there's some differences there. Um, my friend, we are out of time, dude. Great conversation, man. Fantastic. I would love to have you back on here. Um, if love you're to. willing to, to come by, man, it was fun. I think, dude, this is one of the most valuable conversations we're going to have so far in this podcast, man. And best of luck to you, your franchise. And, um, I, I, I love your approach, man. I think that if you can eliminate paid leads, do it. If you have a system that works, do it, save that money, invest it in paying your guys more. Look, I would, I wouldn't pay for leads if the phone kept ringing. I'm not stupid, you know, but it's just a matter of what that approach is, man. So thank you for sharing. Hey, I, that. I, I love, I'd love, I'd love to challenge you to, to try to try to, uh, you know, for, for two months to do, do a little bit, something different and, and you be, yeah. and you tell me if it, if it works or it doesn't, I love our next yeah. conversation to be, Hey, that next conversation, you know, we'll, 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 we'll try, we'll try to say, about Hey, because I, think that I, I can learn a lot. I can, and I'm not ignorant to taking on something that's working. That's one thing about me is that I, I see that sign behind you. Um, if I showed you my yard <laughs> sign, it wouldn't hold a, a candle to yours. So I might have to get your sign guy. Simplicity, my man, simplicity, simplicity man. And, and, simplicity. and that's what it does. I love, I love it, man. Thank you for your time, brother. Thank you. Take care. Hey, so, uh, Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach, and I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email. Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.